Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Emily Singerhouse. Emily is the founder of Singerhouse Research Consulting, LLC. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you so much for having me today. You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where you are from? Absolutely. Um, so I'm originally from uh, Wisconsin, a very small town in northwestern Wisconsin, um, but now I live in Tampa, Florida. I am a consultant on the issues of human trafficking, uh, sexual violence, domestic violence, and community well-being. I provide research and communication to organizations and nonprofits working on those issues. I am a qualitative researcher, um, and more specifically, I'm a community-based action researcher. So I do research hand-in-hand with community members. Absolutely amazing. And what inspired you to become a researcher? Um, well, it's really interesting. I was actually just a you know, low-level intern, unpaid at a center over in North Minneapolis. Um, I went to school over at the University of Minnesota, and um, started working there just trying to help with, you know, community development and um, was actually just trying to get credit for a class. And I found this um, person who was working on a project on human trafficking. And I saw the incredible darkness and violence of that underground marketplace. And I couldn't turn away. I, once you know what goes on, I couldn't continue down that path of ignorance. So five years later, here we are. (laughs) Very powerful. Now you are a human trafficking advocate today. What are some of the changes that you're hoping to see in the future in regards to the human trafficking? In our that's, that's a great question, Gigi. Thank you for asking that. Um, so something that I have learned over the years is that overall, as a society, we have ignored proper sexual health and healthy relationship education. Um, so my hope is that we can start implementing um, proper education for our youth uh, to help prevent human trafficking because it is the lack of education, lack of tools and resources that sometimes lead people into this life. And to help prevent that, I would really love to see us um, adopt a comprehensive sexuality education. Absolutely amazing. And tell us a little bit more about it. So um, comprehensive sex ed is essentially a all-encompassing curriculum on you know what is consent, what is sex, what are different body parts, how do we have relationships? And a lot of times, you know, we don't know. We're young, we just kind of like um, you know, hormones are raging, and so it's just like you don't really know how to have a healthy relationship, especially if you grew up in an environment that isn't healthy. So whether you have, you know, a parent who abuses substances, there's domestic violence in the house, um, that teaching is often ignored. So I believe it's time for schools to take up that curriculum of showing, you know, trust boundaries, especially consent and what it, all the warning signs of trafficking looks like, 
what to do about sexual assault and, um, you know, intimate partner violence and teen dating violence. Um, so with all those things combined, that's kind of what comprehensive sex ed looks like, except there is a twist that kind of goes on and talks about the different identities of people. So our LGBTQ plus community, um, different races, ethnicities, cultures, everything combined to really give an in-depth understanding for students to make healthy decisions. Very powerful. Now let's talk about our book that we'll be releasing on November 1st of this year, Overcoming Heart Blocks, Inspiring Stories for Healing from Trauma. You mm -hmm. are also a trauma advocate. Let's, let's talk about trauma for a moment. Yeah. So, um, well, as somebody who was one of the co-authors of a chapter, um, which I'm very excited about. I think this is going to be an awesome book. Um, and everybody else who participated as well are amazing writers. So um, what I talked about was the experience of vicarious trauma, which is oftentimes very misunderstood. Um, we don't really quite know what to do with that. But as somebody who experienced vicarious trauma when I first entered the field of research, um, I felt very isolated, um, unsure, um, had very ill faith in humanity. And so by experiencing the trauma that others were experiencing, by bearing witness to it and hearing stories, it was a very hard experience. Um, and so I talked about kind of what, what made me who I am why I experienced that and how I believe that we can overcome this type of um, culture. So that's kind of what I can talk about within this amazing book that we have coming out. Very powerful. And soon it will be available for pre-ordering. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure to look out for that. And also Emily, now what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Oh, wow. Well, to walk with purpose to me says walking with courage and the skills to change and to embrace change. So to have purpose, you, I feel like I need to ensure that I'm embracing all the change within the world around me. You know, I'm not living in the past, I'm trying to move forward and help develop for a better future, which creates purpose within this world, I believe. And so to do all that, I feel like courage is a skill that's developed along the way. And it's not perfect to walk a path of purpose isn't linear. It's, you know, a roller coaster. You, you are unsure of what your purpose even is. And I'm still trying to figure out mine. But I believe that if I walk hand in hand with courage, change, I will find purpose. And um, Gigi, do you think that you could restate the last question for me? The last part of the question? Yeah, so walking with purpose and living a life of happiness. Living a life of happiness. Um, so that is, I would say go hand in hand with walking with purpose. Um, but living a life of happiness has to be something that you work at every single day, um, especially if you live with trauma and have experienced that before. 
it is, um, it can engulf someone and it engulfed me at one point. And it was hard to find happiness and live life every single day to its fullest um, and just be there in life, to live in the moment. And it has taken a lot of, like I said, courage to choose to, you know, find happiness in the small things in life, whether that's, you know, my plants that I have sitting on my desk, this cup of tea that I'm enjoying as we speak. And to value those small things, I think, is a really important piece of finding happiness and living with happiness. Um, you know, I don't want to take for granted anything that I have anymore um, because so long I lived just day by day without even feeling really anything. And so to me, it's important to actually cherish those small things. Absolutely. And so essentially, ladies and gentlemen, what Emily's saying is that there is hope after a traumatic event or experiencing trauma. Even when you are numb to pain, you can overcome. And I absolutely agree, Emily. Very powerful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, now, absolutely. Audience, find you. How can you find me? Well, um, let's get our coffee in Tampa. <laughs> Um, but you can find me online. I have a website um, called singerhouseresearch.com. Um, you can reach out with me there. Um, I have Instagram. Um, and I'm also on Clubhouse if you want to chat on there as well. We can get in a room together and, you know, shoot the breeze. But, yeah. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Emily on all of her social media platforms and also Clubhouse, as she mentioned, that's an app and also on her website, singerhouseresearch.com. Emily, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a great day. Thank you so much, Gigi. You're welcome.